back again to the Hollywood Cole and Clearfire video game experience. This is Hollywood Cole, and I'm here with uh, Clearfire again. What's going on, brother? What's going on, man? I'm here podcasting and then feeding my addiction a little bit while podcasting. Uh, what are you playing? Some Destiny 2? Of course. You know me. I'm addicted to that game. Well, that's very fitting because I think that's what we're going to talk about today. Well, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> What are you just mining for some for mining some tokens? Yeah, mining for faction tokens to try to get my faction rank up and see what all kind of goodies I can get from the faction. Uh, yeah, that's something I was not really aware of because I haven't turned the game on in the past couple of days because I'm already bored with it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, that's just no good. <laughs> so anyway, man... Uh, so how was the weekend, dude? You went to Stephen's wedding. Weekend was a lot of fun. had had a lot of fun. Stephen's wedding. I was uh, his best man there, so I basically had to keep tabs on him and make sure he showed up where he needed to be on time. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun, and I discovered that my son is a dancing machine and a dancing fool. <laughs> he danced right. with every single woman at the wedding. Yeah. So he's a ladies' man, as well. He's definitely. Definitely a ladies' man. That's cool, man. So his his wedding was in Nashville. Yeah, right outside of Nashville, in a little place called Lebanon. Oh yeah, my sister used to live there. That's right yeah. where they used to live. Did uh, is he driving trucks or what? What is he doing? Is he still driving? He's yeah, he still drives trucks. He uh, for, I forget the name of the company, but he does a uh, short haul truck driving. So basically, you know, about a five hundred mile radius from uh, Nashville area, right there. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I was actually looking at his Facebook the other day. I was just thinking about what he's doing. I saw he was getting married. So that's good, man. He's a good dude. I miss talking to oh, him. Oh, yeah. <coughs> oh, yeah. One of, one of the good ones. Yeah. So i got to be honest, man. It's making me nervous with you not looking at me when I'm talking. It's weird. <laughs> <All> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I feel like I'm just... <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. We got, we got each other on like a, a Hangouts or something on Google. So I can yeah, see. we do that. It makes it a little easier to talk to each other when you're looking at each other. And oh, yeah, for it's the, just weird. It's for, like, wow, I thought yeah. it was just... Okay. Uh, for this podcast, I've changed locations. I'm actually in my media room instead of in my normal spot of my kitchen or recording because the wife has banished me to the media room while she packs up stuff for our move. So, <laughs> so cool, man. So how is the... Uh, are you still trying to put together the... Or I don't even know where we left off for the email or something. If guys want to get in touch with us, guys or girls. Yeah, I I meant to do that, but just uh, being overwhelmed with work, moving, and then the wedding, I wasn't able to throw that together. I wasn't able to put that together. Hopefully, I'll have one out. It's probably going to be something close to H and K Gaming or whatnot. I'll I'll have it on the Facebook page, on the Twitter page, all that. Once I once I get one set up, I'm gonna probably set it up through Gmail. So I'll have it set up so you can message us and everything, send us emails and all that but you know for the time being you can definitely send us a message through twitter through facebook you know through through those different uh through through those different areas to communicate as well so yeah, absolutely we still we still have those up and going and they're set up to where you can message us any way you need to yeah and i'm going to put our uh twitters in the uh description for now on um just so i don't have to spell it out every single time because it is a little bit weird spelling for me yeah so all right, so we finished up our retro cast, which was that's one of my favorite ones. I really enjoyed doing that one. Looking forward to it. Um, and it was a really good one. It turned out really well, I think. Yeah, I love retro games. We're definitely going to come back to that. I, funny thing, uh, Mitch called me 
uh, for my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. From Thailand. And, uh, I was talking to him about SOCOM because he used to play it with us a lot when we were down at Full Sail. Mm -hmm. And, um, I told him, I said, man, you got to be on this, you got to be on the podcast with us for SOCOM. So I don't know if he's going to be on there or not. I hope he is. I told him it's easy to do. You just download Audacity or whatever, and we'll, we'll mm-hmm. do, the, do the thing. But he's like, I don't remember a whole lot about it. I don't really, and I said, dude, nobody really remembers a whole lot about it. You know, we know, we, learn, <laughs> we know enough about it to where we can feed off of each other's memories. You know, I'll bring something exactly. up and then he'll remember it and all this, so. I hope he I hope he can, and it'd just be cool to have a, a fresh voice on the it uh, will be. on the podcast. So um, <clears throat> that'd be great if he does. But I'll I'll hit, I'll hit him up, and we'll have to try to plan that one out. So that'll definitely be one coming out. Probably SOCOM, SOCOM two. We'll even get into SOCOM three. Just all the old school PS two SOCOMs, yeah. and uh, kind of chop those up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we started this podcast H and K on the Destiny. Um, look back, basically, kind of a yep. You know what do we think about it, and um, what we hope to see in Destiny Two. Got to the two retros, and now we're finally here. Destiny uh, Two has been out for twenty days now, so we'll just go ahead and round up three weeks. It's been out for three weeks, yep. and it probably has the sixth is when it came out. And it probably took me about two weeks to get through all the content, minus the raid. Okay, minus the raid, but. But we're going to get into this about why I'm a little bit bitter about Destiny. Um, and we'll kind of talk about that. But we're finally here with the Destiny 2. Our our first thoughts, our reviews um, from two, like I keep saying this, but two ground level guys. Okay, I've never worked in the video game industry. Clear, I never worked in the video game industry. But we've both got over 30 years of video game experience, each of us. So 60 years total, about it's just about fun factor, man. You know, I, I just keep thinking back to Super Super Nintendo. They didn't have blockbuster, you know, Call of Duty movie scenes and this kind of stuff. They had relied on fun factor. That's what kept the game going. And you can go back and play a game like Super Metroid on a Super Nintendo. I, I bought that game on the Super Nintendo, the cartridge and everything, and played it. And I played it for three, four days, whatever. I played it all the way through. I didn't. It was that fun to me to play that. So those games are... They, they hold up today, but just for fun factor-wise. Why do you think the indie game boom is going on? Simple is sometimes better if the fun factor is there. We don't need all this uh, Hollywood stuff or whatever. And it's a, it's a, there's a little bit of a downfall in games right now that's kind of scary. Coming from a video game guy from, super, from regular Nintendo back in 1985 to now, and love the industry, and I'm kind of nervous and scared about what's actually happening to this console market and i think destiny is a shining star for this new era of money grab and i'm i hope that i'm wrong i really do but i start seeing these type of games coming out more and more and um so um you know that's i don't even know where to start with this man (laughs) <laughs> so I'm going to let you start it, and then we'll just pick up from there. What did you think about it? So, first I'd like to just start overall overall impressions of the game. And I, I'm not going to lie, I really like the game. I think they did a really jo- a really great job. I think they did a, did nice improvements over Destiny 1. Graphics, definitely, I'm, I'm a graphical person. You know, graphics are fantastic. I play on a 4K TV. I've got a PS4 Pro, so I play at the whole 4K setup. 
and looks fantastic. Looks great. I mean, really sharp. Everything's clean, clean lines, no really issues on breakup or anything. There's a few times that you'll see some graphical issues, but no, nothing too terrible that makes you want to go, ugh, I don't like the look of the game. So except for the 30, overall, except for the 30 frames per second that they do, yeah, and the, which is and not, the 30 frame. 60 is like industry standard now, but yeah, they chose 30 to frames, go 30. Yeah, the 30 frames a second doesn't really bother me. You know, they claim that the PS4 Pro couldn't do it. Uh, I think that's a, a load. I, I really think that they, you know, are, are kind of, you know, short-siding themselves there, and they're they're trying to, you know, short them, but short short themselves a little bit. But once again, I don't know what they're coding their system on, so therefore, you know, they might have limitations to be able to push it to 30 frames, uh, to, to 60 frames a second. So, um, go ahead, go ahead. Just don't get but, too uh, deep into it yet. Just stay yeah, yeah, your first I'm initial just, impressions. Yeah, I'm just staying staying right there with it, and you know, overall, it's a really it's a really pretty game. Looks really good, and I've enjoyed what I've played so far. And I'm not very deep in the game, so um, yeah. But that's that's my first overall just quick thought. Is well, you're over really what are you, pretty two, great. Two, what? What's your light level now? Huh. Actually, today I started I started today playing uh, this afternoon. I started playing as. In the mid two forties, I'm now almost at two seventy. Yeah, so cool. So you so, played a lot of the game, other than maybe the parade. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, my my initial impression. So before before I turned on Destiny two, so Destiny one, we already covered the the retrospective. I'm not going to go too deep into that, but I just wanted to emphasize Destiny one, the vanilla game story was broken everybody knew that they don't ever claim to try to say otherwise like oh y'all just didn't understand it or something like that it was broken they basically admitted it without admitting it admitting it so they released crota after three months they released uh prison of elders after three months after crota so within the first six months we already had two expansions didn't really did not improve in the story of the game but the crota was a fun expansion i like prison of elders they were fun expansions i like both of those um, and then Taken King came out, and Taken King changed the game. I mean, that was a phenomenal expansion. They had quest after quest. I mean, you just open your quest log. There's always something to do. Quests that you couldn't do without a group. Quests that you could do solo. Crucible quest. So PvP, PVE, raid quest. I mean, I still got some uh, exotic quests still there on my Destiny one. Okay. And then they had the uh, Rise of Iron came out where they added um, relics. So it's a cool um, kind of a perk that you have that doesn't change your appearance. It's just kind of an extra perk slot you can do. Your ghost had light on it and everything. And then here, so I'm like, cool, man. They figured it out. They're making it right. And Destiny 2 drops. And it, you're right. It's a beautiful game. The controls are, fin- are flawless. I mean, I don't know if they're, you know, they're, they're perfect. I can't imagine a better shooter. Uh, as far as controls go, it's fun to kill things, man. It's fun to get new guns. It's fun to, to do the different guns and exotics and shoot up everything. I mean, I even don't mind the bullet sponge bosses that much. I kind of like shooting them up. I like seeing how fast you can tear them down with your new weapons mm-hmm. or whatever. With your new fire team, I've never really minded that too much. It's kind of fun. It's kind of relaxing. Um, but they stripped out Taken King stuff. Where's the quest? Where's the relics? Where's the, I mean, 
the really just the quest. I mean, you should, you had a booklet of quest, and, and even the books. Remember, you hey, here's your things you should be doing, and it's, all that is gone. I mean, it is just bare bones. It's almost as if they had Destiny Two made. We kind of talked about this earlier, mm-hmm. right? Like a year into Destiny, they released Taken King. Well, why? And it was like that. Why did Taken King come out? Why is it? Uh, you know, what, there's some of the expansions aren't as much content did not have as much content as I would hope and they could see all the messages boarding. well they're working on Destiny 2 at the same time and all this and I, it seems like Destiny 2 was made like a year in to Destiny 1 and after all the good stuff released they're like well whatever we already got Destiny 2 made and we're not going to spend any more time on it here we'll do some quality of life improvements and then here's the game if you want more you're going to have to pay for it in the first expansion that's what my impression yeah. of it is at first yeah I'll give you. I'll emphasize that later. Yeah, and so I mean, I get your feeling on that. You know, when you're playing the game, and this, this will here's I guess we'll start getting deeper into the game. Sure. So when you play the game, you, you you're playing it, and I will say the very first, you know, that first whole campaign from start to finish, I think is better than anything in Destiny One. That's just my opinion. I, I agree. They really did. I think they did did a great job on it, on giving you a storyline, giving you a very multi-dimensional bad guy you know um gall he's a great bad guy you know he's a great central figure for you know leading the red legion in and the, the whole fight and everything he's a great character you know you fit you fit you you almost feel for him at times because they just made a multi-dimensional did a great story with him you know did a great all the cutscenes were great and really pretty and everything but you know some of the problems they have there was I, I, it felt almost at times very linear. You know, like when you play Final Fantasy fifteen, it's a game that's a very open world game. Whereas this one, if you want to get anywhere in the game, you got to do this and strictly only this and straight line. It was very linear for that first run, and I really wasn't happy getting to level twenty in one day. Uh, it's like level getting to level twenty was pointless. You know, okay. it, Let me, it had no exact, point to it. I'm going to emphasize that yet point. The levels are completely arbitrary. There is no point in levels. There's no point in skill points either. It's just, I mean, in the few first few hours, like you said, one day you'll have all the skill points you need to max out whatever. I mean, yeah, you'll miss a few things. You'll get everything you want. I play the hunter. Okay, let me go ahead and say. I think the hunter was the least changed character of all the three. So, but there is no point in the levels at all. I mean, you're gonna get if you even if you don't spoiler here. There's gonna be some spoilers, but even if you don't hit 20 after the story, you go talk to somebody and you get a you get level 20. So what? Why did you? It should have just been a hey. It could have just been a Halo um, type of game. Uh, without any actual levels, and then every time you have a little bar at the bottom, and every time it fills up, you get another point, skill point. It could have been the exact same thing. Nobody cares about what level it is. It's a, it's a facade of hey, this is a this is some type of RPG. This is some type of level progression, and it's not true. It's just there's no level, pro- there's no progression, character progression at all in the game. So anyway, sorry, that's what I wanted to say that about the levels. No, 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 you're exactly right. There, were, you know, toward the game, you know. Um and let me let me point this out to everybody, to all our listeners. I'm a huge fan of this game. I, I love this game. You, if you go to my desk in my office, I've got Destiny collectibles up there on my desk and everything. I've got got the full set. I, I got the excuse me. I got the collector's edition Destiny and everything. You know, I'm 
full-bore, you know, big Destiny fan. But there are things that they should and could do better. You know, like Hollywood was saying just a little while ago, what happened with everything you did in Destiny 1? Why did it all go away? Now, granted, they try to, they try to explain it in story, which I get, but if you're a character and you're, say, level 40 in the old game, when you come to the new game, you're not going to all of a sudden be a level 1. It doesn't work like that way because if you do it based on other games and other games that have done things like this, that's experience. <coughs> level is based on experience. You know, your, your levels are based on your experience. So experience is what you've done in the past. Well, you know, if Destiny 1 was in our past, then shouldn't we still be one of those high levels or whatever? And two, in the game, the levels don't really matter anyway. Because when they add new guns in, they're not really level-based. I mean, they are. Yes, you have some level-based guns. But when you get all down to the fact, you're going to be in the level that you need to be for those guns anyway. It always happens that way. Whenever you get to a gun that you want to have, it's there for you. You know, the exotics. I remember in Destiny 1, the exotics, you couldn't use until you were level 20. You, you yeah, really couldn't use them until that. you were level 20, level 20. In this one, you get an exotic when you're level 5, 7, 10, 12, whatever, and it's geared to where you can use it at that point. So there, they've completely knocked out any point for you to have a leveling system. And then when you go into the power level, I mean, whenever you go to power level, which is a whole other step of leveling after you've hit your light level, your, 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 um, just your regular plane level, you know, it, it's, it's another arbitrary thing that you're just saying, hey, here's a boundary that you need to get to be able to do this event, to do this thing in the game, and this thing in the game, and this thing in the game. So there, they've kind of made levels have some type of purpose, but not really enough to really say that, hey, look, here's a level and all that. Yeah, you know, I do get, I get that your power level does directly affect the damage that you do, but why did I have to do this whole thing to get to level 20 when that's a whole arbitrary thing because it really didn't do anything? You could have just left it as a power level because the entire time while you're leveling to 20, you're also going up in power level as well. So why not just take the whole level 20 bit out of there because it yeah, serves no exactly. purpose and just leave it as power level because then you actually do have a leveling-based system then at that point. But it seems like getting up to level 20 has no real true bearing. I mean, I know that in some of the quest line stuff, it says that you have to be a level 11 or level 15 to do it. I remember there was some things in that it said you had to be like a power level 50, 60, 70. And I'm not, I'm not quoting this, so it's not exact. But you had to be a certain power level to do something. Well, I went in under that power level and was able to do it just fine. So it made me feel like the whole power level thing while you're under level 20 was completely arbitrary and then it makes me feel as soon as I hit level 20 that leveling to level 20 was completely arbitrary. So I mean you've got this whole arbitrary leveling system and it, that that really bothers me because they they could have done something more with that. They could have had something better there. So let's talk about okay I mean like again I'm just like where do I start with this before so I don't want to miss anything because Okay, so let me just let me just start from the beginning with my, and we'll roll this in in a minute. Okay, story, yeah, the story was. Let me, just, it's not anything spectacular. I mean, it's just a aliens invade Earth or wherever you are, the light, and decides that 
you know, hey, we want the light, and then you battle them, and guess who wins? I mean, you know, it's really not, there's no twist ending, there's nothing crazy. Um, bad guys are just just that, you know, just a bad guy. They get in an argument about whether or not we should get the light, try to, try to earn the traveler's light, or should we just take it, and... And then he killed uh, with Gaul, or the the bad guy kills his little sidekick for saying, "No, we don't just take the light, or we don't just earn the light. We take it." And then I think after he kills him, he said, "Well, maybe I'll just take, it. maybe I'll just try to earn it." I don't know. It's, it's I don't even remember the story, which I don't really care about that. I guess everybody was just so used to Destiny's broken story. I didn't really care. I didn't even care about the Destiny One stories that much as far, far as Crota and everything. It's all about a loot system. It's all about the the grind a little bit. It's all about rep gain. It's just the different exotics and whatnot you can get. And it's about PVP a little bit for me. Um, so I didn't really care about the story too much. The story was fine. I mean, you know, it was just, it wasn't anything special, mm-hmm. but it was good enough. I mean, whatever. Um, <clears throat> so once you're done with the story, like I said, you finally get a sparrow. So now you can start riding around again. And it starts this whole progression system that's based on your loot each loot has light levels and you just start to gain a little bit more light at every every piece of loot that you get so that um you can uh eventually get to two th- first first uh, little milestone is 230 so you can do the night falls uh and if you go in at 230 you're going to get you can't you're not going to do enough damage i don't think you're going to get waxed yeah you just so can't, can't do it you want to be at least 240 but but you know that's fine it's just finally a challenge and you do it, and it's the same thing. So, I guess the whole disappointment thing for me was they took the quest stuff out. There was just mm-hmm. all the exotic. There, are, there are a couple of exotic quest chains that are super easy. Um, there's no special strikes. They didn't include strikes in the story like they did in Destiny One. I mean, yep. stuff like that. Why? Why would you take that out? It seems like it's Destiny. I wouldn't even say it's Destiny One Point Five. It's like Destiny One Point Two. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. the only thing improvement is the graphics. Uh, really, all the quest line stuff is done. Uh, it's not as good. It's dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I was trying to say. The uh, the weapon system they did not change the, the, and that just that's another thing that kills it for me. I can't use my shotguns when I want to. I can't use my sniper rifles when I want to. My fusion rifles. I got to wait for power ammo. So that cost me a rocket slot. It cost me a sword slot. It it costs you. You know, you're using. Scout rifles and auto rifles is pretty much the same thing. Our hand cannons, sidearms, mm-hmm. our pulse rifles. And it's just like so dull. I mean, that's after over time. And let me, so I'm, I'm, I'm bitter if you can't tell about this game. And the reason is that I'm so bitter about it is because I want it to be good. I want it, I, I want to love this game because it could just tons of hours with all my friends. I love the, I, I even like the three-month content release. I would pay $15 or whatever for it every time because I like it. And um, it just, uh, I, you know, I don't know. It's just it's Destiny 1.2. They took out all the good stuff, and it just feels like somebody wrote an uh, article or a review on Amazon mm-hmm. and what I was telling you about. It feels like it's a game cooked up in a boardroom by marketing execs and just, you know, chairman, you know, executives yeah. about how can we make the most money out of this? We really don't care about trying to set down a, 
a good video game how can we milk the most money what can we give them just enough it's, and that's pretty much that sums up the whole game we did the bare minimum to release a new game i mean that that mm-hmm. that is it and uh if you did not like destiny one you will not like destiny two don't even worry about it if you play destiny one and you get tired of it at the end you're going to play destiny two for about a week and a half and you're going to be tired of this one too um yep. i mean that's exactly what i did and when i started feeling like i was uh, doing pvp to get some of the um what is it what is it called i'm just drawing a blank here when you have the little challenges so you get three challenges per event mm-hmm. per day and i was just trying to knock out the challenges I, you start feeling like you're playing a cell phone game like let me just get this done so i can get off yeah. the game you know i just i mean I, oh, i'm still doing it i can't seem to get this last art kill or whatever and that's not the way it's supposed to be but that's what i felt like uh, i had no desire to do the nightfall I have no desire to do the raid right now because it's, uh, I mean, if I get 300, heaven forbid, I mean, what are you going to do now? I mean, there's nothing to do. I got to have something to try to think about, well, I can still do the raid, so maybe there's still a fragment of hope that this game is going to be good. But um, I, I'm bitter about it because I feel like I've, I have fallen back into that same trap that Destiny 1 did where, hey, I'm that smuck who fell right for the Destiny trap, spent 60 bucks made them all their money, and now they're thinking, ha-ha, this plan works. Check this out. Every single video game developer in the world, if you just spend this much money on a game, you can milk millions out of these people. And that's what I'm afraid yeah. is coming is going to happen. How can you compare Destiny 2 to a Witcher 3 or a Fallout 4 or a Grand Theft Auto 5 or even a Final Fantasy 15, which was still, yeah. you know, how can you compare destiny is that put them side by side on that amount of content you paid the exact same amount i have not even finished witcher 3 yet mm-hmm. uh i just finished fallout 4 i finished final fantasy platted it but it took me two months or something three months mm-hmm. can you even have them side by side on the amount of content i mean how can you say that in a, with a straight face you know well you really can't because i mean destiny doesn't have a ton of content destiny 2 just doesn't. I feel like I got more content with um, heck, I felt like I got more content out of Destiny 1 than I did out of Destiny 2. Yep. Out of the vanilla Destiny 1, out of Destiny 2. Because yep. it took me a while to level up to 20 on Destiny 1. Yep. Whereas Destiny 2, it takes me, literally, honestly guys, if you play it for about 8 to eight to 10 hours straight, you hit level 20. And that's ridiculous. You shouldn't hit level 20 that quick if it's supposed to be something important. And, uh, you know, there's no importance on that. And it's, it's frustrating about that. So, But I'm not going to beat that door, dead horse because, I mean, I, I've, I've definitely already taught that one to death pretty good already. But um, another thing that really bugs me about it that kind of I feel like they short-sighted themselves on that's going to make the game even less of a fun to play later our whole fun factor that we both that both hollywood and i like when we look at a video game is the fact that when you get a gun that's it it's perks or it's perks that's it if you go in and you find the gun again it's exact same perks there's no difference you never get different perks destiny one you used to have to level up the guns too you don't do that now exactly yeah there's no leveling up the guns there's no working with them or anything once you get the gun, that's it. It's it, that's it. it. It's plain and simple. That's it. You know, and I feel like they dumbed it down to the casuals, to, to casual gamers, too much. Yeah. Because I like to get guns with different perks. 
you know, I like auto rifles. Well, I don't want to get the same auto rifle three times and be exactly the same. I'd like them to have different perks. Yeah, yeah, if it's an auto rifle and it goes in my energy slot, it could be a solar or a void or an arc, but you can change that on the guns. And so that just makes it pointless. It's just ridiculous. It's like, why did you take one of the biggest things to drive your people to come back to play your game over and over and over so they can get that god roll gun so they can get that perfect roll gun now you've taken that out of the equation completely and you're like oh well here you go this is you get the gun you know so if you go through the raid i remember trying to trying to get a specific raid gun with a specific roll on it and now when you go through the raid when you get that gun that's it it there is no new new role that you can go in and play it or anything it doesn't make it replayable you know because once you get all the armor and you get all of the raid weapons why are you going to go back to the raid to get shaders well that's a whole nother story there as well that i'm going to wait to get into which well, is ridiculous that I'll, they kind of th- did, did bad too i'll, I'll kind so, of transition us into that if you're done because that's what i, I wasn't going to talk about shaders particularly but i know what you're getting at and so let's put it this way it seems like they obviously regressed from the entire Destiny package all the way up to Iron Banner. Or uh, tryout. what was it? Iron Rise of Rise Iron. Rise of Iron, yeah. I can't even yeah. think. <laughs> uh, but, I, I mean, I, I'm, serious. I am so, I'm frustrated, man. I just, uh, I just after playing, I just can't believe it. We even got Drew to yeah. buy it and play it with us. And it's like, oh, this is going to be yeah. awesome. And he's even like, man, where's the content? Like, yeah, Destiny's never known for content. However, I didn't think they would regress... You know, from the previous, all the way, you know, Rise yeah, exactly. of Iron. It was, it was a great game after that. If they just would pick up with all those added things and continue on, you'd have a great game, I think. And, you know, a little bit more content or something. But uh, anyway, so it seems like they're, they've are they regressed almost too far now. I mean, I believe they took it too far. They wanted to, they want, I think their strategy was, I'm going to give you the bare minimum and hope that you're going to buy the, um, the expansion so you have something to do mm-hmm. i mean it's literally like a cell phone game except for your wall your paywall is the end of the game wall <laughs> you know it's like yep. okay we're into the game now so now your paywall is going to come in about three months when we're going to ask you for probably 30 yeah. bucks for an expansion so yeah well I, I do like the fact that they didn't go whole microtransactional well us. that's what so so let me real quick, real quick. That's exactly. Ahead, I sorry. think they did. I think they did. They didn't go full up, but they are. They have their whole. They're sitting there with their feet in the pool, because they uh, think about it. After the um, which one, Taken King, came out. What was the next? It wasn't three months. Actually, look it up. Let's look it up real quick. So when did when did Rise of Iron come out? Rise of Iron came out uh rise of so iron it was rise of iron that was september that, that was it, rise of iron was september yeah yeah so uh, taken king was september yeah, as well wasn't a it? year taken king release date let's see yep september 15 2015 the other one was uh september 20th 2016 rise of iron was september 20th 2016 and taken king was september 15th 2015 what did they say with the Taken King? That's when they introduced the silver. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, it's just going to be cosmetic. We are going to... What, what was their exact words? We are going to use these, this money for microtransactions. It's all cosmetic, right? 
where you're going to use this for your expansion so you don't have to pay for any more expansions. Name an expansion they released that you didn't have to pay for after that. Do you know? Uh, Age of Triumph. Age of Triumph. What was that? That was where you got the uh, new book. They brought all of the old raids up to current levels and um, they introduced a few other things. Age of Triumph, that sounds to me like they gave you the book to try to get you to, to do old content. And basically it was a basically it was a refresh of old content. There was they no didn't give you new, real... no new expansion. All it was it was, was really... hey, we're gonna bring up the glass vault of glass to current levels. And Crota. And Crota I mean, to current you did, levels. You did you did get new new armor sets from the raids. You did get um some some new armors and all of that kind of stuff, and there was a few new things there. I mean, the one thing I never got, I never got the Age of Triumph armor. I never got any of it to drop for me. It was ridiculous that it would never drop. Okay, so, so. guys, we're going to release these microtransactions that are purely cosmetic so we can release some expansions for you, release some expansions for you without you having to pay for them. That's where we're going to let the microtransactions pay for it. Great. What's the new expansion? Age of Triumph. Well, what's it do? Oh, it gets your light levels up in uh, Crota and... and um, Vault of Glass, and guess what? We're going to give you some new armor too, and a book. And that's not a that's not an expansion when it had all new story missions, a whole new a new raid in that case. Yeah, the raid for Prison of Elders. The raid were was basically the, you know just a uh, the the harder level survival mode, which wasn't a raid, but that was kind of it was something mm-hmm. different. That's not an expansion, and besides, that was a year that they didn't. And then Rise of Iron came out. Guess what you did? You paid for it. Yeah. Uh, so that was a big lie. All right, now we have the same thing coming out with these. Now we're still cosmetic, but what else do you get with cosmetic stuff now? Oh, you get a she get ships, you get uh, new sparrows that you can get with these silver ingrams that you have to pay money for. Uh, your silver, whatever, to get the bright ingrams, you can get them with your levels, which is good, but you can pay for them too. And then you got the cold heart. That oh well, you can still pay for it now if you wanted to. Oh, that's an exotic weapon, the cold heart, by the way. That is a boss fryer. If your whole team has it, it'll just drain and and cook a yellow bar. Because the longer you hold that, it's just a straight beam of ice or whatever. And the longer you hold it on that enemy, the more damage it does. So when you got a group of six guardians who's all paid for their premium content, mm-hmm. you're gonna burn that raid boss. From what I understand, that final raid boss, you'll burn him down. I've heard people burn him down on one, um, one. Uh, what am I trying to say? You got to jump to the different pill, uh, pillars. One, one phase. Yeah. One phase. One phase. Boom. Done. Because they all have cold hearts. So they're creeping into this exotic weapon. Uh, yeah, I know it's going to be available for everybody in December after the next content's release, which is probably going to have a new better weapon. If you pre-order this content, you're going to get a new exotic. You see what they're doing here? And man, I mean, it just. It's just a money, it just feels like a money grab, a shameless, shameless money grab that we're all just sucked into, and it, it can be catastrophic for game. I mean, I'm not, I hate to sound dramatic, but I am dead serious. If they, why do you think these microtransactions on cell phone games are so popular? Because when you look at one and they say, oh, we're making 8.5, or let's say, let's be realistic, we're making $1.5 million a day in microtransactions for a free game release, why would anybody? not include that it just doesn't make sense so that gaming industry on cell phones is pretty much 
you know, I hate playing. Everybody, if you play a cell phone game, there's certain things you're going to know you're going to have to run into. Paywall, pay to win, you know, these type of things. And now Destiny yeah. is on that road, I feel. And while they're not there yet to pay to win or even a paywall, they have started to take that step. And this is it's basically, this feels to me like a console, a, a, a cell phone game for consoles in that sense. It, it feels like a free-to-play game because it's a week and a half worth of content. And now you want to pay? You want to pay to continue the story? Sure. Now you can get the whole game. It's like shareware back in the '90s, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So sorry. That's a big. That was a little bit further of a rant. So back to your shades for the, the microtransaction with shaders. So yeah. So um, back to it. It's um, yeah. Now you got me wanting to rant on that I too. Know, I just, it's, sorry. It's the same thing. It's okay. It's okay. I, but uh, you know how so, I get. So, so back to shaders and the thing that, that makes me mad about shaders is the fact that now instead of okay you can get this one shader that you have a shader slot that you can affect your entire armor and it was awesome you now have to get you now have to get a shader for each piece of armor this and some of them awesome. require more than one piece, one one shader so it's ridiculous you know it's like why did you do that you took the one thing that everybody loved because it was fun to go try to get this one shader. You yeah. know, I remember switching from I was I was in Dead Orbit. I got all the Dead Orbit shaders. Awesome. I switched switched over to New Monarchy because I liked the red and white look they had, and I was trying to get all their shaders. And I got a good many other shaders before this before the end of Destiny One, and I liked doing it like that because it was like you just keep on working to try to get that, and then once again you're also working to try to get those God Roll weapons from everybody. Now, no god roll weapons, and you have to have an individual shader to each piece of armor. Now, I get their whole idea in this is because now you can be a little more customized because you can have a red and white arm and a black and red body. You know, you can you can get a little more custom. But the thing is, is is it once the shader is used, it's it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah, yeah. Once you put the shader on that piece of armor, it's stuck on that piece of armor. You cannot reclaim that shader. So that means your shader's gone. That means you have to go out and find more. It's a random drop. It's not something you can go buy with Glimmer or buy with uh, Legendary Shards or anything like that. It's something that you actually have to go physically find. Yeah, now you can go to Eververse. You can buy it with real money. You you can buy it with real money or you can buy it with the bright dust that you get from uh, from some, some things randomly because that's a very random drop as well. And rare. And rare. Uh, and be stuck. So I mean, it's one of those things where you, you, you know, Hollywood's exactly right. This is they're pushing the they're pushing the edge of going to a microtransactional game. They're very much pushing that edge and they're pushing that boundary to the fullest. Now with the Cold Heart, that is a pre-order bonus, not a premium content thing. So I just want to make sure we get that clear. But Hollywood is right. You have to pay. To get that, and Hollywood, you know, we'll, we'll go into it. I don't want to go to, to well, it fully because I don't want to put I don't want to put full uh, put Hollywood into another rant because we well, need so, to get another rant. There with the whole well, the reason I said pre- premium is because if I want it now, I have to go buy some type of deluxe edition or some type of. I already own the game exactly, so exactly. that's the premium yeah, yeah. edition is what I'm trying to say. If I well, want it, well, I don't. I don't even think that you can go get it now. I well, think I thought if you that, went and bought I, now, okay. I, think, I saw I think, it on YouTube, if, so I don't know. I think if you go, I think if you go buy it, you can't, you won't get it because that was all part of pre-order bonuses. Those are all pre-order bonuses see, with with it. everything. 
Yeah, don't get me um, on another might, rant. So it might have changed, but yeah, Hollywood's got a whole theory on pre-orders, and we'll, we yeah, we could we, do a whole that was in we, episode we do, one, so we're good. We could do a whole podcast on pre-order <laughs> theory for for that. So, so. but um, it, it's just one of the things where you can see where they're pushing those edge and pushing those boundaries. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I'll I'll, I'll say it again. I love Destiny, love Destiny too, but it's thin on content. It's thin on meat from what Destiny 1 had. Mm -hmm. Yes, Destiny 1 is a three-year-old game, but when it started, Destiny vanilla Destiny 1, the shaders were there, the guns where you had to find the gun that you really wanted with the perks you wanted was there. Now, if I want a gun, I just go, okay, I know I can go to this zone over here, fight for a little bit, and I'll get the gun that I want eventually. You know, instead of, okay, well, I'm going to have to fight for a while to get the gun I want because of the random perks and the random drops. I mean, there was tons of guns that I never got and never got them in, the, in Destiny 1 because I never found them with the right perks. So it, it's just one of those things where Destiny has... Bungie has definitely gone short on the game. You know, granted, it's a it's a it's a blockbuster. It's a big it, it, it made a ton. It's made a ton of money. A lot of people play it. It's still really popular. I mean, I can jump on now, and every time I jump on, I'm going to see forty plus friends on there. You know, and it, it's 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 moving along really well. But there are many things that I wish they would have done or kept from Destiny One and brought them over to Destiny Two. It's just they fell short with a lot of things. You know, I'm, I've gotten used to the new gun system. I don't like, I still don't like the new gun system. You know, you're telling me that I have to have my fusion rifle, my shotgun, my sniper, and all within one class, which I understand, you know, shotguns were one-hit kills, but they were short-range one-hit kills, you know. As has been in every rifles, shooter ever, by the way. Exactly. It's a, it's a shotgun. It's going to one-hit kill you no matter what. I mean, a fusion rifle, yeah, it's got power to it, so it's gonna, it, it could possibly kill you one hit. But the perks are what changed it, changed the guns from being that. There were some shotguns that weren't one-hit kills because of their perks. Well, now that you've locked your perks and you've got lazy instead of having your randomness of perks, now you've forced yourself into a situation of where you're trying to save yourself time from having to do all the weapon balancing that they did. Honestly, I don't feel like Destiny should have done any weapon balancing. Yeah, it sucked to get one hit kill from something, but I'm going to say the same thing that every other person in all the other communities say. Get good, scrub. <laughs> you know, just get good. You learn how to dodge. Learn how to move around it. You get one shot hit killed, so what? Don't throw your controller. Don't be a big baby. Get back up and go out there and fight again. Find a gun that you can counter it with. Find a way you can counter with it. You've got supers. You've got grenades. And that's another thing. They've made grenades weak. Grenades are no longer one-hit yep. kills. I'm sorry. You name one other game that grenades are not one-hit kills. Yep. Grenades well, are so, concussive, explosive things that do major damage, and they're not doing it. Well, even in Halo, you know? it did just knocked your shields off, but it was a frag grenade. But it, you know, it uh, knocked your shields off, and then one any shot from anything else would kill you pretty much. A sticky grenade killed you right away. Even in Destiny One, it was like that. Now Destiny, I've hit somebody with a sticky grenade, and it takes half their shield. I see it half. Of their shield, half of their shield, exactly. It's ridiculous. And I had that, ha and I had, that, and I had that happen a lot today. Playing some Crucible is I'd throw a grenade, and okay, half their shield went down, and now I have to shoot them thirty more times to hope and pray that I killed them. 
Well, in the process of throwing my grenade, I got shot four or five times from them, and my shield was already completely down at this point. It wastes time for me to throw the grenade, unless I'm throwing it from across <laughs> the way. Unless I'm throwing it from across the way where I can't see the person and I have a grenade that tracks, grenades are almost useless in PvP. In PvE, they're even weaker there, too, because I threw it, you know, and I threw a grenade into a group of people, and all it took them all down to, like, a fraction of health. Now, granted, yeah, it took down a lot of a lot of them down to a fraction of health, but in Destiny 1, it would have killed almost all of them. You know, and it's just like, why did you weaken up the game? And why'd you loose, loosen up on some stuff that were fundamentally really good, and you took some basic fundamentals of physics out of play? You know, I'm sorry, but a grenade's gonna kill somebody. It's a con- it's concussions. It's gonna it's gonna rock your body. It's gonna gonna mess you up. You know, I saw people getting hit by grenades in PvP and still keep on running at me. You know that that made made it feel like my grenade was completely pointless. Well, I remember you so, saying so back in Destiny One. I agree with you with the grenades. Uh, they're, they're not. If you run up on two people in Destiny. On PvP, you're dead. It don't matter if you, Halo, you had a chance with your grenades, and you could get two good headshots. You might still mm-hmm. win. Um, and it, it was it just had a different mechanic. It was so, Halo Three. I still stand by the at least you, like you would say, wizard guns and space shooters. Uh, mm-hmm. The best wizard gun and space shooter PvP experience there is Halo Three, uh, in my opinion. But um, yeah, if you run up on two guys in Destiny 2, you might as well just turn around and run. And people will do that. They'll, if they run up on two, if they come around the corner and they see two or three, they're just gonna not even going to try it. They're just going to turn around and run away. So now you're chasing this guy and you, until he gets in his group and then they shoot you up. And that's the 4v4 versus uh, mm-hmm. the um, 6v6. You know, I kind of like the 6v6 now because you can run around and you could go slaughter on your own. Well, 4v4, you are not going to do that. There's a perfect... You, you will have to run with a group unless you just... So- so, so this is how I feel about this, too, because this is something that Des- that Bungie said, the reason why they went to 4v4. They said it's going to make it more tactical. Yeah. I'm sorry it doesn't make it more tactical. It just makes you have the necessity of being attached to a group. Yeah, it's you true. Can't go, you can't go one-off and go kill people because what you what you could do in Destiny 1 is is if you send your... You could flank. Four, you, you, if you're four or five people one way, you can send one person the other way. You only needed one person to break off from that group to flank. Now to flank, you got to hope and pray that you can both wind up and surround them all at the same time because that's the only way it's going to work, and it's not even going to particularly work that way because if they all four focus fire on two, they're going to be able to drop the two before the other two are able to drop any of the four in that other group. I mean, it's just it, another another it, reason that it doesn't work. Like what you're saying, another reason it doesn't work. If, it, and I'm just now kind of thinking about this. If you had some good special ammo, good shotgun, good sniper, and you were good at those weapons, then you could run off by yourself, start picking folks off from the distance, or sliding shotgun or whatever. So I never did, and I hated it. I even hated the blink shotgun. Uh, mm-hmm. But at least you had a chance to get more than one. Um, but it added some spice to the PvP experience. Now yeah. it's just who can get the most headshots while you're in, in the middle of a gunfight, or just have two people shooting at the one, like we just said, and he's going to die first. I mean, it's no strategy at all in the game. So, like as far as PvP goes, just get more people so, to shoot at the guy. That's literally the strategy. So when you say this, it it reminds me of movies 
of old wars, of revolutionary wars. Yeah. Uh, th- think about uh, what's the one with Mel Gibson. Patriot. He's got the hatchet, the yeah. Patriot. So think about it, you know, one of the last battles in there, they're all basically lined up, line by line, and just walking to each other and shooting. That is what Destiny 2 has done. <laughs> It is just bringing it back position. old school. Uh, it's putting you in the position of you've got to be in a group and you basically just have to line up and shoot each other and wait till the other side falls down. That's how I feel it is because it's just uh, like you go out there and you march out in a group and you try to take them down in a group and that's it. You know, there's exactly no real tactics like, like trying to pop them or anything. You know, yeah, control adds a little flavor into it. Supremacy adds a little to flavor to it. But it doesn't add enough flavor into it to make you really. There's no constant flavor. It's like eating a bowl of chili, and every once in a while you finally get a bite that has some spice in it, and it makes it taste good. Otherwise, it's bland. I.e., the heavy power weapon ammo drops that drop every two minutes or whatever that only one person on your team can get. And if he gets a sniper rifle clip, maybe he gets three shots, something like that. But now you're giving up a shotgun, you're giving up a fusion rifle, you're giving up a rocket, a grenade launcher, whatever, name it, sword. Anything exactly. cool, I mean, you're giving up for a sniper rifle with three bullets or four bullets or whatever you get. Exactly. I mean, and, and for me, you know, I, I mean, I, I run around because it's pointless to have. I mean, you can, yeah, you can use your fusion rifle and everything, but I have seen more people use swords and auto rifles and SMGs than anything, and that's what they use because you can put a SMG and an auto rifle in your kinetic and your um, energy weapon, and then put a sword in your power weapon, and you basically have unlimited ammo to go if you're picking up power ammo because you're just all you have to do is switch back and forth between your two guns you never really stop doing a bullet chain and you can just mow people down and, and it really hasn't made as it as long to as they're solo to... exactly and you haven't you haven't really done anything to make it to where it's tactics it's not it's not small warfare tactics so it just it feels like it's taken a lot of the flavor out and i feel like that destiny 2 is more bland than Destiny 1. And I'm afraid that's correct. And, you, and you know, I talked to you on the phone before we started this podcast and warned you, hey, man, I'm probably going to tear into it, dude. I just hate that I have to, but I just have to rant about it. And you were, even you said, and the reason I felt like I needed to call you because I know that you were a huge fan of Destiny 1. And uh, and you always had a, re- a rebuttal, too, if I said something about Destiny 1 that I didn't like or whatever. So, okay, I see it. I even accepted the fact that the RNG system that most people hate and I and you brought up a good point about the content. Since the content's lacking, they had to do that. It's kind of, kind of an easy way out. But also, it kind of keeps people from bragging rights and hey, I'm better than you, and all this guy's slowing me down or whatever. So it builds a community. I even accept that. Okay, great. Did they ever say that? Not really, but that I know of. But I've accepted that, and I said I'll, I'll deal with that. But it is. But like you said, like I said earlier, after the Taken King's release, it felt like okay, they figured it out. They're finally back on track. And I thought for sure this would be basically a Destiny 2 uh, mirror. The Destiny 2 would be a mirror image of the Taken King at a minimum. The same game, mm-hmm. uh, but we just have a 2 on it. It's not even the same game. It is a regress. And man, I hate that it's like that because it is fun. Yeah. Like I said, it is fun to shoot stuff up. And PvP can even be fun. And short burst. I mean, you'll play. I mean, I'll probably get on there tonight. Be honest with you, and play a couple of PvP because mm-hmm. I think Drew's going to be on. I want to play with Drew and talk to Drew, but mm-hmm. uh, and and try to do do a little bit of killing. 
Uh, but it's going to be a short burst. I mean, it'd be three, four matches, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm I'm burnt out already. It's just not even. There's no, yeah. there's no level that uh, you can level. Like we said, it's arbitrary. But there's no ranking structure. There's no not even. There's no Halo ranking structure. There's no even Call of Duty ranking structure. Like and it's like I said, much less a Halo to where you know you actually had to be good to rank up in Halo Three to get to the mm-hmm. higher ranks. Um, and they would downgrade you if you weren't if you had a bad game or something. Which I thought was awesome. It makes you really focus on each game. Why just had? I mean, why not? I just don't understand. It just regressed, yeah. and I, like I said, I feel like, and I really believe, uh, they pushed it. They might have pushed it too far this time, man. I mean, am I going to get an expansion? Am I going to buy the expansion, dude? They are really, really going to have to sell me on that with some content. They're going to have to sell me extra hard, or I'm not going. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to get it. Uh, because uh, one, they're gonna have all the other good games out. I think they finally have a release date for Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. Um, they have uh, what else is coming out in this at the end of the year? Battlefront Two. If you haven't checked out the um, the uh, trailers that I've posted, I put it on our Twitter feed. Uh, I put it on our Twitter feed. It's their Battlefront 2 looks amazing. I'm a big Star oh, yeah. Wars fan. Yeah. I'm a big Star Wars geek. They look like they severely improved from Battlefront 1 to Battlefront 2. And that's something we can talk about later in another podcast too. But, you know, Battlefront 2 looks like it might take my time away from Destiny. That would be great. If it's... It just looks like it looks like a cool game. I mean, you're going to have spaceship fights. You're going to have all of this stuff. I mean, Destiny has an opportunity to do that, and they didn't do anything with it. I mean, your sparrow, other than getting you from place to place a little bit faster, has no perp- has no u- has no use. Yeah. Your ships, is a other load than screen. making it look make it making it look pretty loading screen, it, it has no there's no benefit there from them. They could have had space battles. They could have had you have to do some flying around to shoot some stuff up before you get to the Leviathan raid because it's supposed to be such a huge thing. Why don't you have to shoot up a few things and they have this fleet of things that you have to shoot through to get into it. You know, yeah. that would have been a really cool thing to do. But they didn't do that. They left that off. And it's like, you're so short-sighted on everything you could have done. I mean, heck, you know, I hope this... Exp- I, I, I unfortunately will be getting the... Oh, I hate to say unfortunately, but I unfortunately <laughs> will be getting the expansion because I've already paid for it. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm going to be playing the two first two expansions and everything. But, you know, I really think that unless Destiny get you know steps it up and... In the in the expansions, I might not be I might not be playing Destiny two as much as I played Destiny one because the raid from everything that I've read, me and Hollywood, we haven't touched the raid yet. I'm just now at raid level. I got there today, you know, being able to do the raid today. And two, I'm gonna tell you guys, I've been playing the game. You know, I've been playing it since it's released, but I've played it maybe a total of two days. Like, all, all the time that I have into it is maybe a total of two days, if that. I don't even think I have that many hours into it. I maybe have 20-some-odd hours into it, and that's it. And I'm already at at all this. That's not that's not how you should run a game. It should take you a while to get there. I mean, how long did it take you to get raid ready in EverQuest? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, there's, you know, there's different raids, but that's a whole different type but, of but, genre. I mean, but it should but, be... A sixty dollar game is done in a week. That's you know that's a free to play game. Like you can buy, you can go on the exactly. app store right now and find any free to play game, and you're going to play it through. That's the that is the there's I'm sure there's a term for it, but that is basically the hook. They give you that 
week or two weeks, you know, a free play, free will play, no walls, no paywalls, nothing yeah. like that. They hook you in, and then they hit you with a paywall. Destiny made you pay for that. You had to pay to get to the, the paywall. You know, it's yeah. like, dude. Oh. Well, and then, too, let me ask you this and ask all of our listeners this. How many of you are going to take your Warlock and go all the way back through the entire storyline again? <laughs> Probably nobody. I mean, I you're not going to do it. You know, yes, some hardcore people will do it and all that, but it's ridiculous to do it because it's going to be the exact same thing. You're not going to get anything more special. In Destiny 1, you could at least have a chance to get some rare guns that weren't able to be gotten any other way. Destiny 2, there's not anything for you to do. You're going to get the same stuff because all the games have, you know, all the guns have the same perks. None of them were changed up, you know. If I get a, uh, since I got the game pulled up here, I'll scroll over a gun. So I know, so I'll say, so if I get a nightshade gun, you know, it's the perks are all going to be the same at, throughout the entire time. You know, if I pick up a new one, it's going to be the same perks. You know, the only thing that would be different would be the power level, possibly, and possibly, you know, it might have a. Um, energy modifier yeah, some on mod that... but 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 other than that there's nothing there's nothing different to these guns there's nothing different to these pieces of armor i remember trying to find the right pieces of armor so you can have resilience against arc solar void mm-hmm. you, you can buff your powers and all like that there's they don't have those differences there's no differences there anymore and it really really stinks that they've been so, so short-sighted in it it's watered down for a 12 year old kid to enjoy um and, and dude, they just—I mean, if they kill, if they keep—and I'm going to call it right here, okay? If they keep going down this path, they're only on the what year is it? Fourth year? Yeah. So if let's say we got another three years of this, well, I mean, they're, again, they're trying to do it just right. You know, you get another three years of being mad. Now there was no content, da da da, and they're going to put on this big marketing hype train for Destiny Three. You know, hey, this is going to change it all, and we're going to do all this good stuff. And then you've already bought into it, and you're going to try to give them another chance, and hopefully they get better. I mean, then then their little tactic worked. Hey, minimum input for maximum output. You know, or yeah. let me remember minimum output by Bungie and Activision for maximum input from us, the consumer. And that is a dangerous thing when some marketing executive gets hold of that and says, hey, why are we spending, you know, Ten million dollars to make a Witcher three when obviously we can just spend you know whatever to make a Witcher four because Destiny, Destiny two is not a reskin of Destiny one. It is a carbon copy of Destiny one as far as the uh, the look of the 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 guardians, the look of the uh, monsters for the most part. There's slight changes. The environments are different. They're beautiful. Well, the environments are great. Well, no, you make a awesome point there. A very awesome point. Destiny One is a Destiny Two is a reskin of Destiny Two. It's not a carbon copy. I'll, I'll, I'll no, say Destiny that. Destiny Two, it's not one. a carbon. De- Destiny Destiny Two is not a carbon copy of Destiny One. It is a reskin of it. It's like it's like the Taken. The Taken are a race that are reskinned from all the other races, giving a little bit of difference here to make it look and seem like it's something different. But it's really not when you get all down to it. <laughs> You know, that's, that's a prime example, and I'm glad that you said that because it, it makes me think, you know, when you look at Destiny 2, I'm sitting here looking at my character on my screen right now, and I have, uh, God, what's the name of this body armor? The Starfire Protocol on. 
from Destiny was, One. <laughs> from Destiny One, it looks exactly the same. <laughs> you right. know, and they're all most the. So, so I've had a problem so far with the exotics I've gotten. I've gotten three Starfighter protocols, yep. and I've gotten three Skull of Dire Ahamkara. Ahamkara was something that was in Destiny One, <laughs> and it's Destiny Two. It's it's not even reskinned. It, yep. It's it's copied over. Now there are a few new guns, like I've got a Merciless over here that's not a gun from Destiny One, and the Wardcliff Cole, which was actually supposed to be in Destiny One, but they saved it for Destiny Two. So it shows you that they definitely had Destiny 2 written beforehand. And it's just, you know, when you're looking at it, you're getting some of this stuff. Think of how lazy you know, that is, man. It, it's extremely lazy. I got because, Knucklehead Radar, Young Akamara Spine, um, Lucky Raspberry, well, two of those. Wanna, all those are wanna, Destiny 1 exotics that they didn't change at all. You know what makes it even more lazy? Name one new race. Yeah, there's no new, one new race. alien races. No there's new no race. new alien race. Name one we new. Might fi- yeah, we might finally get to see the darkness after you know what we saw and everything because you know I I don't want to spoil the storyline for anybody that hasn't played all the way through yet. It's not but spoiling anything. Be- you're not all right, well, but then. I mean you're not spoiling <laughs> anything for anybody. I mean, dead serious. I already told you but, who wins. But 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 when you're when you're looking at it and you see that the uh, the speaker he dies and then the traveler comes to life. It's a clear example that okay. But did he die though? So you don't know if he really died. He falls off. Yes, his he, mask fell Yeah, off. he did. So I, so I, I think, I think this is my theory behind that. I think that the traveler animated itself, kind of like if you watch Guardians of the Galaxy two. I haven't seen it Ego, yet. I want to watch it though. Okay, well, I won't tell you anything then, because it's a really good movie. Yeah, I want to see it for sure. But you know, I think that the traveler manifested the speaker. I don't think the speaker was a person because the speaker just appeared once the traveler died. Okay. So I think the traveler is the speaker and the speaker is the traveler, especially because the speaker says, I never said the traveler speaks to me. Yeah, that's true. Because he is the traveler. Yeah. And so, because as soon as he, quote unquote, dies, the traveler wakens back, you know, is alive again. Because now the traveler, traveler is living again, alive and all of that. And that would be course, a little bit you know, too in depth for Destiny. And when and when that happens is is the darkness comes alive because if you watch through the end of that last cutscene, you see this pyramid thing come alive. Well, that's the darkness. We might finally have one new race, but it's technically not a new race because we've heard about it all throughout Destiny One. I would I would if they put a new race. Yeah, if we've heard about it, I mean that's fine if they tell a kind of a story and it's building it up and they come out. That that would be a great thing. Uh, and so, I mean, I, that theory makes perfect sense, but I'm just joking around saying this, you know, that, that would be something in depth. That would be something interesting. Oh, no. And destiny Completely has not thought it. about doing that since the beginning. Well, well, look how shallow of a content they had in everything. I mean, even though the Taken King was great, even though Rise of Iron was great, it was still, they still had shallow content in all of those as well. Even though it corrected a lot of issues, made the game a lot better, they still were shallow in content. They're shallow in content now. What's going to make them any more in depth than what they are now? Yeah. There's nothing because everybody's throwing money at the game. Yeah. And that's all they care and about. Until, and that's, you know. And until the, until people quit throwing money at the game, they're pretty much not going to change their ways very much. Bungie is and the, right and now, Activision are now the new EA of video games. And see how, exactly. the, to call them if you see how that turned out. And I really think that Activision 
is the one that's hampering Bungie. I don't think well, Bungie... I don't think Bungie's even a, a, a fragment of what it used to be in terms of people there. They, they, the, the, the music oh, yeah, director's gone. The writer's gone. I mean, they've changed all their people it's, over. It's so. just not even. It's not even the same thing. But um, anyway, guys, I just wanted to. This was a rant fest. I get it, man. But I, I mean, me and me and Clear or Destiny fans, uh, you know, and I, I had my dislikes of Destiny One, but the bottom line is, well, I played it a lot, and I enjoyed playing it. I enjoyed watching mm-hmm. videos on it. Um, so I can't really. And then, like I said, when Taken King came out, I thought it fixed everything. Cool. This is the game it should have been to begin with, but hey, whatever. We got here. We're good. For whatever reason, the snafus at the beginning held it up. Now I got faith in them again. And this came out. It reaffirmed all of my negative uh, thoughts about the whole the company. And quite honestly, if they keep this up, I'm afraid there's not even going to be a Destiny uh, in, in by the time it's over with. I mean, it'll be there, but... It, there's no I feel like way. they're gonna run it into the ground. Yeah, and it's do. not gonna be the game. It's not gonna be the game that it could have been. There's there's some really good aspects and really good points to the game, and you know, like I said, story's a lot of fun. I, we haven't touched the raid yet, and we'll definitely once once me and Hollywood run through the raid, we'll definitely do a podcast on the raid. And what from what I read, it sounds it seems like it's a lot of fun, but it also seems like it's an easier raid as well. It might be longer, but it also seems like it could be easier. I'm saying that from complete no experience in it, so well, they don't released, bash me too hard for that. They were, they did release the um, faction deal. Faction started this started on um, Tuesday, and so which, if they constantly release like a weekly edition, and it's you know they're in other words, if they're adding content every week, then then maybe our opinions will change about it. Maybe that's kind of their plan the whole time. I don't see that happening at all yeah but you know whatever i didn't see this i don't you know i just whatever the i don't i don't believe anything that the bungee says i mean i I really in activision whatever whoever the destiny spokespeople are i don't believe anything they say luke smith or whatever is their spokes guy he's he's the head guy well deej is their spokes guy I just don't. I don't believe what they no. say because they've they've lied to. They've burned it too many times. So anyway, they, there's they a burn the bridges. There's just so many good games coming out. Uh, like we said, Red Dead Redemption Two, Battlefront uh, Two. Um, it's just countless games coming out. I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. They're even. even they're even remaking Final Fantasy Nine. Final Fantasy Nine's coming out. I've been playing Final Fantasy Twelve uh, remake. Phenomenal game. Uh, coming out. I mean. Um, you even got you know with Anthem can be coming out soon. We'll see. That's kind of the same model as Destiny. Let's see if they take it the ball uh, and run and, with and it. The, and the, I have fears for Anthem. Yeah, now I that do too. Destiny's doing this. Yeah, so. I do too. But um, we'll see. I'm hoping we'll, that I'm, I were, again we're hoping we're, they give them a chance. I'm going to give them a fresh start and say, hey, yeah, you might be able to do something with it. Okay, another player that nobody thinks about or people think about. You should be the Nintendo Switch, Mario Odyssey. Breath of the Wild, yeah. two very solid Game of the Year contenders. Nintendo's releasing in the same year. They don't care about awards. They're caring about good content. They're caring about their image. Maybe this is the year Nintendo comes back. I'm getting chills thinking about. It. I hope that's the case. Uh, they, they they've got a they've got a darn good chance right now, especially considering the the way that you know yeah you've got some great games. I mean you've got like Last of Us and things like that 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 that, um, that PS4 has and all that and Sony has. But, 
I mean, Nintendo is trying to captivate a different audience. They've got the mobile platform nailed down, and it, and it looks like there's a chance to be able to beat it. And I don't want to start jumping off into that because we're getting away no, from our Destiny 2 talk. But so. I'm just, I'll, the reason I bring this up is because there's just so many good content. Even VR for a PlayStation is like starting to pick up a little bit. Um, they're still putting a lot of money into that. Um, and so there's just so many other things to play than a cell phone game for your PS4 that is Destiny yep. 2. And I know that if the right people heard this, they would probably send me death threats because they are so fanboyish and love this game so much. Um, and and that's fine, man. If you love the game, that's not got no hate for you. Uh, Let a keyboard cowboy send me death threats because uh, yeah, all it's going to be <laughs> is a keyboard cowboy. Yeah, I mean, Let whatever. them send me that. But... You know, I'm not. I'm just saying the they the people that are gonna be mad about it because they're just that hardcore into it. You can go to you can go to Amazon. You know, actually, I went to Amazon.com, looked at the reviews, and see people's negative review, and then and everybody was agreeing with them at the bottom. I was like, wow, there's no fanboys coming. I think everybody's kind of catching on, man. And I just so we'll see. Anyway, I mean, we can rant about this forever, but. You know, I don't know how yeah. it's fun it is to listen to people rant about it. Unless you don't like it, you can say, "Oh yeah, good, good." People, are, maybe this word will get out or whatever. So, well, hope you well, hopefully people will listen to this, and yeah. I hope the hoping the people that absolutely love it will listen to it and write me back terrible messages because I want to see these terrible messages because I want to see, I want to have your proof to me of why Destiny is an amazing game. Don't get me wrong, I like Destiny. I love Destiny. I'll even say that. But I'm sorry it has too many shortfalls in it right now for it to be a game that can contend with even the trailer I saw for Battlefront 2 today. It's a four and a half, almost five minute long trailer that has space fights. You get to bring people in from all three eras of Star Wars. You know, it's got all just so much stuff in there. And it feels like it, just even from that one video, it seems like it had so much more content than Destiny 2 has right now. Because you have all of those different pieces and parts to bring in, because you can play from so many different angles, you know. So it's just <laughs> Destiny. What are you? What are you going to do to step it up? The World you know? War Two Call of Duty in content that just a standard Call of Duty has, and which is not that much, looks like a Mass Effect trilogy compared to Destiny Two. Yeah. Destiny Two. I mean, like, you know, if you just want to add any game that's coming yeah. out in the next couple of months, Call of Duty will be better. And that, you, I would never, I'm not a Call of Duty. I didn't buy the last one. Um, actually, is it Black Ops 3? No, it was the uh, Infinite, the one that had the Modern Warfare 4 because they got yeah. so much hate, they had to include that game in their remaster to try to make it, oh, see, we sold this many. No, you didn't. You sold exactly. that many remastered Call of Duty 4s. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, um, We'll cut it off there. So if we, t yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, yes. Again, it's meant to be a review, but or of some sort. I mean, if you didn't play the game, you might have a hard time kind of figuring out what we said. And you probably didn't listen this long, but if you did, save yourself some money, save yourself some time and some pain, and don't even worry about playing it um, until maybe the game of the year edition comes out next year when they have all the content with it and it's forty bucks. Yeah. that's probably yeah, what's worth. Wait until you can buy the game with all the expansions without having to pay extra for the expansions. Yeah. You'll save yourself some time, heartache, and pain, and within two days you'll be where everybody else is. Yeah. So. So anyway. So thanks for listening, know. guys. And um, did you want to? Did you yeah. want to add one more thing? 
Well, yeah, all I was going to say is, guys, remember, we got our Twitter out there. Yep. We've got our, we got the Twitch stream that we stream from occasionally. I know I haven't streamed much just because I'm frustrated with the game. But, you know, I do stream, so check check us out there. Check check us out on our Facebook page, H&K Gaming. Um, you know, check us out and, you know, drop us your comments there. And like I said, hopefully, you know, when we drop the, when this one comes out, we'll have a, uh, email attached to it as well i'll try to have that set up so that way we have an email attached to it so you can go ahead and write your hate mail to us or you can write our fan mail to us either which way (laughs) we'll take it we'll take it all and we'll put it we'll you know if we feel like it's a good enough hate mail to express on one of the podcasts we'll put it up and if we think it's a good enough you know fan mail we'll put it up as well so just just send us some send us some comments on what you think what we could do and also, too, if you have any ideas for a podcast, send us our way. You know, we, we like to hear from our listeners, and we like to do things for our listeners because that's what we like. All right, so, again, sorry for the rant. Sorry for the hate fest and negativity fest. But I'm not <clears> sorry <throat> for it. I'm not I'm sorry not. for letting the truth be, <laughs> be out to the public and let the cat out of the bag. I'm not sorry for that. But if somebody might have just wanted to sit back and listen to a nice, easy podcast on their way to work, which hopefully the smooth ramblings of our voices still satisfied <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know but um we'll try to you know i don't know what the next is going to be on yet we'll, we'll chop that up and figure that out but uh yeah it will be something a little bit more positive so oh yeah uh but anyway thanks for listening guys and uh till next time take care guys